Hey, how's it going? How you doing, everybody? This is Chris. This is episode 134 of the Libertarian Republican podcast. And, you know, look, I, I'm the, the Libertarian Republican, and one of the reasons why I, I consider myself a Libertarian is because I believe very strongly in the in limiting the power of government. I really believe that government can be very dangerous when it's given too much power because because you've got no uh, you know there's a lot of there are a lot of problems with giving people it's it's the I've talked about this a million times about the the paradox of power and uh, that James Madison talked about in the Federalist Papers um, and I'm not going to go over that again but but the this COVID situation is is a great example and I, I so I want to talk about it's probably the one of the best examples we've ever seen and I want to talk today about the this report that the Department of Energy has now come out and said that they believe the origin of COVID is was from a lab leak in Wuhan. They they believe that it that it leaked from the lab in Wuhan, and this was reported in a bunch of different uh, I think Wall Street Journal and now a whole bunch of uh, it's all been it's been picked up now. Now it says uh, the the report says that the, the the confidence is low because they just don't have enough information, but they think that's probably the best explanation for where COVID came from. And I think that we need to, this is huge. This is a huge issue. We need to look into this and because we have so much evidence, you know, I've, I've been trying to read and listen and watch all these uh, podcasts. You know, the RFK Jr. had a great, great podcast with Jeffrey Sachs, who was the head of the Lancet Journal's COVID task force, task force on the origins of COVID. Uh, Reason TV has a great YouTube video on on this topic uh, with Emily Kopp of US Right to Know. Uh, the Intercept did a great article. So there, there's a whole bunch of, of great information out there. And there's just the words of, of, uh, of, of Anthony Fauci himself. So Look, this is not conspiracy theory stuff, okay? This stuff is real, and, and we've got to separate the conspiracy stuff from the real stuff, okay? So now, so the first thing we, we have to think about is that, okay, if COVID escaped from a lab, well, what was it doing in the lab? Obviously, it, it's not... It's not natural. It doesn't. It, we have no evidence that it occurs naturally. That this specific coronavirus occurs naturally. Now, the, the they were talking about the theory that it could have evolved naturally and then jumped to humans. That was, of course, the, the theory. But from the very, very, very beginning, we we see that that theory was mostly a bunch of crap. It was a bunch of crap. You know, we see this now because because of a, of a lot of the work, Emily Kopp, U.S. Right to Know, BuzzFeed did. So a lot of this Freedom, Freedom of Information Act, uh, these cases where we now have the emails. 
you know, we right at the very beginning of this pandemic, at the in early 2020, we saw uh, virologists like Christian Anderson, and he wrote an email to Anthony Fauci saying that this doesn't look natural at all. In fact, he and three other respected virologists and scientists were told Anthony Fauci, this doesn't look like it was natural at all. This looks un this looks totally unnatural, which means, of course, it means it was created in a lab. But of course, we never heard about that until that was released. Those emails were released from the Freedom of Information Act. And so four days later, after writing that email, uh, and after having a meeting with Anthony Fauci, Christian Anderson came out publicly and said, no, it's a crackpot theory. Lab leak theory is a crackpot theory. So, so we're, we see what they were saying, what they were thinking in private, and then what they said in public was, was the exact opposite. And we also see, actually, on February 1st, 2020, Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins, who was the head of NIH at the time, they had an email exchange talking about uh, wondering, are we doing research? Well, I think we're doing research. At, uh, they were worried about the research that they were funding at in in Wuhan uh, and then of course later they came out and said oh it's a, it's obviously it's natural uh, naturally occurring I mean they're just completely making this stuff up and and the thing is that that we know now because of all this the, the revelations we know that um, we, we know the history you've got to go back to the history now there was a there's a woman Sherry Markson from Sky News Australia and she's written a book. I can't remember the name of the book. It was uh something like What Really Happened in in Wuhan or something like that. Um, but she wrote a book and she basically researched and realized that found out that Fauci has funded about sixty projects at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So so this is not. It's not unheard of for Fauci to be funding. We, we know Fauci was funding research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In fact, he said on television in June of 2021 that you don't go to Fairfax, Virginia or Hoboken, New Jersey to study the interaction interface between bats and humans. You go to China. I mean, he said that on television. So, so we know he was funding the research in Wuhan. Okay, that's that's just that's a fact, and that he even uh, uh, he even admits that. And and now and then there's the other the other group was was EcoHealth Alliance. So there's a guy named Peter Dashak, who his group was EcoHealth Alliance, and they were a they are a group that gets. You know they get a lot of funding from the from the U.S. government. Uh, they got, for example, they got 4.6 million dollars from from the uh, U.S. government to uh, study to to develop a software program that would help sort of detect and prevent and and uh, deal with a global health pandemic or some kind of, kind of global health crisis. So. 
so Peter Dashak and we the the Intercept did the Intercept is the group that actually kicked um, Glenn Greenwald out. <laughs> so they kicked Glenn Greenwald out, um, but they apparently got back to doing some actual uh, actual uh, journalism. But the the Intercept has talked about um, how they they. The, the EcoHealth Alliance and a guy named uh, Dr. Barrick and then the, the Chinese woman, Ji Zheng Li, they tried, they tried to get funding to do, uh, to do an, an experiment. Basically, what they wanted to do was, uh, was add what's called a, a furin cleavage site to a, cov, to, a, to a coronavirus, to this kind of coronavirus. And because... You know, the, and and we saw this in the Project Veritas documents from January of 2022. So over a year ago, Project Veritas has a video. It's still up on YouTube. I just watched it today again, so it's still there. It's only about seven minutes long. Uh, there's a bunch of good stuff on YouTube. There's a, the Re- Reason TV has a great piece with Emily Cop of U.S. Right to Know, uh, and that's a great website. So, but uh, we know this from from the Project Veritas. The idea was that what if a coronavirus jumps from bats to humans and is very contagious and very deadly? Well, we should develop a a vaccine for that. So, so uh, EcoHealth Alliance wanted to develop a vaccine for that. But the only problem is, of course, no really deadly and really contagious coronavirus that jumps from bats to humans existed. So what they needed to do was create one, right? So, you know, and I've, I've joked about this, you know, if a, if a, a, a seven headed alligator, you know, crocodile flying crocodile escapes from a lab and starts killing people and eating people. Well, you don't just, you don't just marvel at the at the you know well we have to deal with this seven-headed flying crocodile that's eating people. I mean, one of the questions you might want to ask is, who the hell in that lab created the seven-headed flying crocodile that eats people? I mean, what you know, who the hell did that? So we need to figure out who the hell, why did these people, who did this? You know, they created COVID, and then it escaped from the lab, and so it's important for us to 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 realize all of this. This is not conspiracy theory. This is what happened. Okay, this is what happened. They created COVID in the lab. We know that they were trying to do this. And if you listen to, there's a guy named Andrew Huff, who was the, at one point he was vice president, one of the vice presidents at EcoHealth Alliance. And he obviously knew Peter Daszak. He was working for Peter Daszak. And he described Peter Daszak as a a sociopath and a pathological liar. That's how he described him. Now, he's written a book also, which I haven't read yet. So, uh, Andrew Huff is his name. So, you know, there's all of this information is... So, so that's the guy, Peter Daszak, that's the guy who was in charge of doing the, the, uh, the research, the... the gain-of-function research, and this is the other part of it, uh, 
Anthony Fauci vehemently denies that he funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan, but he doesn't deny funding research in Wuhan. So really, it's a it's a it's a semantic. It's a matter of semantics. He's saying, well, you know, it's not technically that wasn't gain-of-function. Well, obviously now now the Intercept in their article when they they did the article in September of 2021, I think it was. September 23, September 21. I mean, September 23, 2021. I think that's the the article, The Intercept. They had 11 scientists study what the Wuhan lab was doing. And seven of those 11 scientists said that that qualifies as gain of function. Uh, so, and the other four... Some of the other four said that, yeah, that seems may not technically qualify as gain of function, but it's also still very dangerous. So, so you know, this is this, so so Anthony Fauci is trying to worm his you know weasel his way out of this by saying, well, technically I didn't violate the uh, the, the ban against gain of function. It wasn't technically gain of function research. Well, okay, but it was still dangerous. It was still so dangerous that DARPA turned you down. You know, when you when you went to DARPA to get this this grant to get more money from DARPA, they turned it down. They said, don't do that. It's too dangerous. So so, you know, this is and I think there's a much bigger there's a much bigger problem here, because what we see here is um, is the scientists they were just covering their ass. They just don't, they want to be the heroes. They don't want to be the villains. You know, if if the story is COVID occurred naturally, oh, we're, humanity is just, you know, walking along, minding its own business, and then a, a, a horrible virus just emerges naturally out of nature. And so, oh, then the scientists have to run, have to ride in with their white horses and save us all. Well, that's a great story if you're a scientist, right? That's the story you want to tell. But if the story is a bunch of a bunch of arrogant scientists uh, took your money, your tax money, and did really, really dangerous experiments and ended up killing millions of people, well, now they're they're not the heroes anymore. They're the villains. So they don't want that to be the story. So they literally circled their wagons and lied. They lied to us all. And, and that is the real tragedy here. You know, we've got scientists, you know, the, even if they had just come out and been honest with us and said, look, we were doing this, this research. And look, Andrew Huff talks about this in his, um, in his he's got a podcast conservative review with Daniel Horowitz from February of 2022. And he talks about this, about how the research is always ahead of the of the grant money, because you need to have some of the data in order to get the grant money. So you've got to do some of the research in order to get the data so that you can get the research money, the grant money. So you're always kind of doing the research anyway, before you even ask for the for the grant money, because you wanting you're trying to get some data so you can use that data in your pitch to get the uh, you you want to show some promising data 
because that will improve your odds of getting the, the grant money. Uh, so even if they didn't get the grant to do the research, they were doing it anyway because they're trying to stay ahead of it. And that's how it works. And, and so, they, but this is the problem that, that these scientists, you know, if they had said that, if they'd just been honest with us, look, we, we did this, we, our intentions were good, but we, we screwed up. It escaped uh, the lab and it, it infected the world and, and we're sorry. And we promise never to do it again. You know, at least we would have some kind of, you know, I mean, we're, we're not, we're not horrible people. We, we might forgive them. And, and if they, if they were, you know, if they, if they were, uh, if they talked about, okay, we're going to, we're going to work to, tr to make sure this never happens again. We're going to be totally open and transparent and, and explain how this whole thing happened. And that way we can make sure it never happens again. Then, you know, at least we would have something, but this Instead, they went the other direction and said, no, nope, we didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. Uh, we're, and they just hide and lie and, and, and uh, totally hide all of their data and information and, 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 and try to blame, you know, who, are they, who did they try to blame on? The, you know, they tried to shift the blame. They tried to shift the blame to the unvaccinated. And, you know, um, so look, uh, this has to be, this is the biggest issue. I mean, it may be the biggest issue of my lifetime. Uh, it probably is the biggest issue of my lifetime. And, you know, other than World War III, which is coming. So, you know, maybe World War III will knock it off the podium down to second place. But uh, this issue is huge and we need to talk about it. We need to investigate it. And uh, I hope the, the Congress and I hope that Democrats will be interested in this. You know, this is this is it's just unbelievable that that it's gotten so political now. It's so political. Democrats just don't want to believe any of this, even though it's a lot of it. A lot of this is not speculation. Like I said, we have the emails. We have we have Anthony Fauci on television talking about this stuff. We have real journalists who are doing the work, Sherry Markson and, uh, and the Bud, that BuzzFeed guy, uh, I forget his name, and uh, Leopold or somebody, Leopold maybe, and then you've got the, the Intercept group and, and, uh, and Robert F. Kennedy and Jeffrey Sachs. And, I mean, you've got so many great people writing books and doing the research and we've got to look into this and, and get to the bottom of it. So, all right, that's it. That is episode 134. Um, please share this and, and look into it all for yourself. Please look into all this for yourself. And because and, we, we need to get the word out about all this. And we need to get to the bottom of it. And we need some justice. That's what we need. We need justice. The people who did this to us need to pay. And we need to find out how we need to figure out how to make sure this never happens again. So, all right, that's it. Episode 134. Thank you. And I will see you on the next one. All right. Bye-bye.